0: 51 on WGN. John Hanson in for Lisa Dent. A lot of great texts coming in. 847 says, I've done the risk-reward analysis, and to me, more likely than not, I will be safe, is not worth coming to the city, and I grew up in the city. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that you may even feel there's a 95% chance you're going to go to the city or to an event, have a great time, go home. But 95% isn't 100, and for some people, that's not even close to enough of a reason to bring them somewhere where they want to go. Other people are chiming in that they feel no problems at all in the city, and they feel fine walking around. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's somewhere in the middle of those two for me. Howard Tolman joins us now, as he always does around this time, sponsored by CareerVision.org. Howard Tolman, the general managing partner with G2T3V and, uh, of course, an entrepreneur. Howard, it's good to talk to you again, my friend. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. How what are you, you doing? Uh, I'm good. What, what do you, What do you make about this from, like, a business perspective, right? Like, is there a tipping point where the numbers of people shot in the city or the mayhem in seemingly safe areas like North Avenue Beach really do push more businesses to go somewhere
1: else? Well, for sure, I think that uh, there's, there's three parts. Part one is we are losing conventions and conferences. You know, they just announced that uh, one of my favorite sweets and snacks which has been in McCormick Place like 25 years mm-hmm. in a row is leaving. And I used to eat my way through there every single day. <laughs> um, right. But, you know, these things are planned well in advance. But when you have this kind of reputation now, media reputation, uh, business planners, tourists, uh, a lot of different, you know, business drivers are one issue. The second issue is. Uh, Public transportation, you know, it's a way a lot of our younger employees get around. And that's just, uh, right now, it's just out of the question. I mean, you know, we we have employees who work in the city and probably 20 or 30 different companies that I'm involved with. And, you know, they are just very reluctant to take advantage of uh, the city's public transportation because that's a whole other set of issues in terms of what's going on and the confrontations and uh, all of that. And then lastly, uh, you know, we've had a group of uh, CEOs uh, in the city decide to move out. And, uh, you know, they don't necessarily move their entire workforce out, but they, uh, you know, the the funny thing is the way work for home is going and how we've been able to distribute employees all over the country I don't even know what it takes to call yourself a Chicago business these days. Right. If, you, you know, if your development team is in Argentina and your marketing group is in Ireland and your techs are in, you know, Uruguay and it's, you know, look, that's the global world we live in. But, uh, you know, our reputation is not uh, on the upswing right now, and that's pretty depressing.
0: Yeah, and I want to ask, Howard, where we are in this, like, this trend, right? Because, and I'm going to use a glacier reference because I was just in Alaska and they're on my mind. But, like... It's like the glaciers melting, like they look fine for a while, but then you realize that it's underneath that it's almost gone and then it flips over. And I guess what I'm asking is, do you think we're at a point now where this is almost these wheels have been set in motion? Like you say, like businesses don't just up and leave in a day or conferences, they are planned for multi years in advance. Are we at a point where some businesses have maybe already started down that trend and it's too late to stop? Are we past a breaking point or is there still time to
1: write this thing? You know, I I think that the only way to write it is to get uh, leadership in the city that is pro business and pro tech, and I don't believe Laurie was, and I don't believe that Brandon is, and so I think we are at a at a you know pretty precarious point. And by the way, you know when Rom was in, uh, you know these businesses would try to hollow out their businesses. You know they knew they couldn't move to the corporate headquarters because Rom would have their head. But they would move a warehouse across the border to Wisconsin, or they'd send a, you know, they'd do their new construction in Indiana and stuff like that. But now it's just out front. It's just that, you know, we haven't been a welcoming environment for businesses or for technology for, you know, four or five years. And honestly, uh, you know, my piece of ink this, you know, this week is about working from home and how it's impossible to build a culture. Over Zoom. You just can't do it. You can't teach your young people what your company is all about. You can't learn from your elders and from the more experienced people because they're not there. And this crime issue is a hundred percent perfect excuse for employees to say, I'm afraid to come back to work. And that's what we're seeing.
0: An excuse, meaning that even if they do feel safe, they can at least say that, and no one can object to it, or you think it's
1: legitimately Absolutely.
0: held fear. Okay, interesting.
1: I read. It, I read. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're you know they don't need much of an excuse. I mean, they, you know, we're dealing with white collar workers who basically have found an extra ten to fifteen hours in their week. Uh, they can handle issues with childcare. They can handle issues with all these different things. Work life balance. I mean, you know, COVID taught a lot of people a lot of lessons, but uh, to a substantial extent, uh, this issue of whether you have to be in a physical location in order to be successful and productive, uh, it's just not the case anymore for a lot of these businesses. I read your article.
0: You got got 20 seconds to convince me why we can't just bribe people to come to the office with more money, because you don't think that's a good idea.
1: Well, I think that that's a short-term solution. If people don't want to come to the office, you're not going to basically... Drive them to do it over the long term. Maybe you can give them a spiff, but you know all this stuff equalizes. And if everybody is doing it, you don't have any competitive advantage or ability to differentiate your business. You have to have people who believe in your business, in your vision, and in your business. Those are the people you want working for you anyway.
0: Howard Tolman, you hit me right on time. That was perfect. It was a great read and uh, good to chat with you as always, my friend. Okay. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. That's Howard Tolman, sponsored by CareerVision.org. All right, let's take a break. News coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom on WGN.